Geek Shock. Geek Shock. That neighborhood switch from like week to week. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can watch the line <laughs> shifting back and forth. Yep, it's the truth. Yeah, it's not. It's not too sketchy now. It's pretty sketchy. I mean, it's sketchy, but it's 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 on the line. I, I know you're going to mock the newspaper it's industry. A, it's in the ebb, not but, the crest. Uh, no, I'm not going to mock. I know the, the crime stats are yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm sure it's not great. Yeah. Well, I know that 7-Eleven right next to it has not been. Uh, no. <laughs> not the safest place to work. Not the safest place to work. No. I was living in another apartment, same same neighborhood, and uh, on a Christmas Eve, there was a Christmas drive-by right outside my window. Oh Jesus! I, I think a Christmas drive-by. I, I think I think they were just firing off into the air. I think it was a celebration. But I went out and scooped up like six or seven bullet shells out of the gutter the next morning, Jeez. right in front wow. of my apartment. <clears throat> we moved. We moved soon after that. Yeah, imagine that would probably do it. Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number two hundred and eighty. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Eighties Jeff. Fact check Dandy. And we're here to talk week and geek. Gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? I know you got something. You got some good. Uh, I got a few good things. Well, I went to um, uh, Hallmark, and Hallmark has been doing lots of Star Wars stuff. And uh, okay, I was wondering what you're doing at Hallmark. Now I got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I go to Hallmark to check out their Star Wars stuff. Well, you've piqued my curiosity. You mean like ornaments? No, all kinds of shit. They got these really cool storage boxes. They got these really cool, cool little dolls. They got R two D two Steins. Really, Dude, you got to go to you. <laughs> you attention geeks, <laughs> yeah, you don't know. No, seriously, you don't know. You don't Hallmark know. has got some crazy cool Star Wars stuff. I and guess so. Yeah, it's really. I've got. I've gotten a few things from there. I got my um, Darth Vader decider, which is basically a magic eight ball Darth Vader. <laughs> And you press the button on him, and, oh. he's, and he's, he quotes a, it's straight up James Earl Jones, okay. and he gives you an answer to a yes or no question. I thought you were going to say you shook him upside down, and there was a nope. hole somewhere that you looked you at. You press a, a button, it lights up, and it gives you a quote for a yes or no question. He's basically a Magic 8 ball. That's much Re- better than... It's than, really fun. It just yeah. Most times, it's just like, no, no. <laughs> it is decided. Does he ever decided. go, does he ever go, no? I don't think they do the no one. Thank, thank goodness. But he, go, he goes, no. Uh, is uh, he got some great ones in there, but it's just it's really really fun. So anyway, having purchased that and enjoyed the shit out of it, they've got this new toy there, which is basically like the uh, Staples Easy Button. Sure, the big right. red button. Except this is a big goes, green button, okay. and it says you may fire when ready. Star Wars. And basically, it's all uh, imperial laser fire of (laughs) different varieties. So check it out. All right. So you got like your standard stormtrooper blaster. Slightly Uh, modified. Slightly (laughs) modified. Possibly a a snow trooper. That would be a... uh, Tie fighter blast, an at at blast, <laughs> and the mother of them all, the Death Star, the Death Star ion cannon. That would be the geek. Oh, that's that Tie like Fighters. That's Tie Fighters. <laughs> that would sure. be the geekiest trivia contest. Name that laser sound. Yeah. They, well, I mean, and you can apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I can. I can. <laughs> I can. Yeah. 
So it's pretty gross. You know, the, the first one, the, the the first, the basic sound. You know mm-hmm. how they made that originally? Banging on telephone wire uh, on, on the, the on the on the guy ca- the cable the cable yeah, that the runs down the pole. Yeah. The, yeah, Ben Burt, man, he he yeah, he's got crazy stuff. Yeah, R two is a combination of a bunch of that shit. It's got baby in there. He's got baby sounds in there, mm-hmm. all tweaked out. Didn't Kay talk about? That on one of the previous episodes, he may about have striking may the have, uh, support cables. He may have, and I may have shut up because I knew it already. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have to pay royalties for this? He's <laughs> getting really close to dubstep right now. <laughs> Disney's cash register is just ringing over, just, over, and over right now. Pennies turning. <laughs> Since they so bought that one, that that one. Uh, I think that's X Wings. Actually, that one was X Wings. Yeah, that's Ad Ats. <laughs> of course, it does. Oh, you're still finding them. No, is it? Uh, that's Tie Fighters, and then there's straight up Stormtrooper Blaster, and another Stormtrooper. In case Blaster. you missed yeah. it the first time. So yeah. Two, yeah, there you go. All right. So the one words, there is one. There words. is one. I think X Wing in there. Now that I'm hearing it again, but uh, one I've of got these this, doesn't belong here. I've got this in my car. And it's cool. It kind of lights up a little bit. It's not really heavy duty on the lights. But I can see that being great in your car. I nice little addition. It, yeah, it fits perfectly with my Stormtrooper ride. So it sits there on my dashboard. And if somebody's pissed me off in traffic, I just blast their asses. Hours worth of ta- entertainment <laughs> once in a lifetime. It's pretty great. In other words, he'll play with it for a couple hours and it'll go on his yeah. shelf for years. I work, and no, it's stuck again. in my car. It's, I've been keeping it in my car for a week. I worked retail for a long time, but I, but we had a cash register, and you could there were a couple of buttons that did nothing, so we would pop them off and change a little label inside them. And when customers were annoying, we'd hit the trapdoor button and stuff, and it would amuse our co- <laughs> it would amuse our coworkers with the owners who knew what the hell we were doing. That's cool. That's great. That was That's very cool. Mr. Burns of you. <laughs> what was the, what was the episode where he kept pushing the button and it didn't do anything? Yeah, it wouldn't open. <laughs> And then it didn't, didn't it like pop open like after the person left yeah, or something all crazy like shit that. Crazy oh. shit. So go back a step. R two D two Stein. I know what you mean. Yeah. But my my first thought was wait 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 R two D two Stein. Yeah. <laughs> just a mug, big old ceramic mug. You'd lift oh, the lid and see. I thought he was gonna go. It's like it's a Jewish R two D two. R two D two Stein. And C3PO Goldberg. <laughs> oh no! Well, we had in the desert again. I already was out here forty years. C3P Goldberg. <laughs> what do you do? What? Where are you going? Where are you going? Fine, go that way. See if I can. <laughs> Your joints will be rusting in a minute. <laughs> Whatever. Who needs him? Huh? Who needs him? C-3PO Goldberg is going to be fine on his own, you see. <laughs> oh, no. I got caught by Jawas. <laughs> is that actually a C-3PO line? Huh? Okay. huh? That's a C-3PO he doesn't line? Oh, no, I, Jawas, I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I got caught. Although, in the prequels, it would have been. Yeah, see, I, would, I thought he was going to go with the, I guess some of us are just made to suffer, that line. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't you have been a medical it's droid? It's a lot in life. <laughs> Yeah. Why couldn't you have been a medical droid like your father? Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Oh, man. I sent you to four years of droid school for this? <laughs> you couldn't even learn to operate a back-to-tank? 
Come on. <laughs> Show me a little respect. Oh, boy. Well, I muttered a sentence I've... Well, I'm going to regret saying this, that I've never said before. I'm glad you didn't jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell, I, I, almo- hell in, I almost did. I fell in love with a tie-in novel. Uh-oh. A what? A tie-in novel, a yeah, extended yeah. Okay. universe novel sure, yeah. as such. Uh, in the Aliens universe. Really? Apparently, Titan Books got the go-ahead to hire authors to write books within canon in the Alien universe. And the first one they released, Aliens Out of the Shadows by Tim Levin, fits in between Alien and Aliens beautifully. Really? It is the sequel I never knew I needed. It, it takes elements from the first movie and brings them up to a fantastic, just a fantastic, I don't want to say conclusion, but an extension of those themes. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but I was so excited when I was done, I tweeted the, tweeted the author immediately. Oh, nice. Just because well, Tim Levin is a fantastic horror author anyway, and he's also done some novels in the extended universe for Star Wars. haven't read them, but I know he's done those. But fantastic story. You can see his horror chops working but there was also a lot of discovery and a lot of exploration that I wasn't expecting. And I've never been fulfilled by a tie-in novel. And this one finally did it. Wow. Bloodlines wow. did it for me. Bloodlines. Which one's this one? Karen Travis's uh, Boba Fett. Okay. Yeah. I, rem- I remember you mentioned the Boba Fett book. Yeah, I think that's uh, from the Young Jedi series. It's fucking great. Wow. There's a nine-book series, but that one's the standout for sure. Yeah. Now, there's two others in the series. I know Christopher Golden, I think, did the third one, but the, both those novels take place after Alien Resurrection. So it's within the so timeline. Who cares? It's kind of right. how I feel. <laughs> right. yeah. Who gives a fuck? Isn't there something that the, the new Aliens is going to ignore, though? No, the, the yeah, bad Blue long. Cam's dropping everything after two. Yeah, okay. That's mm-hmm. right. I thought he came out and, and denied those rumors, said that no, he's not he? trying to eliminate any storylines. I don't fucking know about that shit. Who knows? I wouldn't be sad if they did, but if he can make it work, by all means, yeah, go for it. How can you make that work? <laughs> I don't know, but you got a plan. And I'll probably read the other Aliens novels just based on this one. I'm pretty sure I didn't see the third Alien because those are three could so have been an okay movie. It's he just could. not an Alien movie. Yeah. Has anybody seen the uh, re-edited slash director's cut of three at all? No, but I've uh, uh-uh. heard a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Fincher for fuck's sake, right? But it's just not. But he didn't have control. No. Clearly. <laughs> well, I, I, that, yeah, that third film, it just, it just didn't feel like an alien movie. It was more like, uh, you know, Ripley struggling with herself movie. And I, I felt very disappointed leaving that in the theater. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, that, me just too. Just not what I wanted. I was, well, I, well, I, I was psyched I could, for it. I could not forgive the killing off of Newt, Newt and yeah. Hicks and... Yeah. Well, and everybody not, else and that survived the pods. It was a waste. Yeah. Yeah. That was a waste. And not to mention, it's like, okay, in the split second that you saw, you know, the, the, the couple of minutes that they're fighting the alien queen that stowed away aboard the ship, where did it have time to either bring an egg with it? Because we saw it detach itself from the, from the egg-laying sack sure. to save itself. When did we see it? When would it have had any time to bring the egg up that would, you know, have 
<laughs> implanted Ripley and or sabotaged, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. It yeah, just it has it, its problems. There, it had it has way too many plot holes. <laughs> but, you know, that was the biggest of which for me. But yeah, I I, I agree. I I walked out of that theater going This is a sequel? But it just it didn't feel like it tied into the others at all. Well, it it's obviously went into a whole different direction that none of us sure. were expecting it to do. And of course, Resurrection is just the mishmash of mesh, and right. we won't even talk about the versus movies. But the, the um, second one did the same thing in completely different direction. The first one, and it did did fine. That's true. I, I I really enjoyed the direction that it went to more of an action versus horror aspect to it, and apparently they were trying going for a psych- psychological thriller aspect for three, but. I don't, know. I don't know. Didn't seem to work for anybody, no. especially Fincher, because he still rails against him, won't revisit it or anything. So well, maybe Blomkamp will be able to pull a Brian Singer in. For the first time, I have faith. <laughs> just for the first time, I have faith in an alien movie, and I'm very excited by just that optimism that's cre- crept into my heart for once. So by all means, Neil Blomkamp, go for it. Make your crazy decisions as you are want to do, and make that your movie. He's he makes mistakes in his movie, but I still love him for the mistakes he makes. As he commits, he so commits. Yeah. What other geeky things you do this week? Um, I mean, yeah, that's visual. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I went to a uh, radio play today. I went to a uh, old folks home. There was uh, some old, old some seniors that go uh, do live readings of old radio plays. Oh, well, nice. that's kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of nifty. What uh, radio plays did they do? They were doing pieces of uh, the Bickersons and um, 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 Fanny Bryce, um, okay. Baby Snooks, okay. and a couple other things. But um, it was it was, it was you know they're they're amateurs. They weren't um, doing Amos and Andy. No, they weren't doing <laughs> Amos and Andy. That'd be fun. Well, I happened to uh, sit in for a few minutes, and I was pretty sure that they were doing what page are we on, or or where are my pills? Oh, I can't be sure which of those shows it was. Actually, I'll I think tell you, it might have been where are my pills. That's a funnier it, it show. Was, it, it was actually it's worse than that. Oh, they, no. they, 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 I got there, and they're all sort of milling about, and like because the director got lost on the way there, oh. and he had all the audio equipment. Oh no! So oh, I was there for about fifteen minutes before they decided that he was not going to get there in, in a timely fashion, so and so they, they just won it. They they actually switched parts around. They they were taking parts they hadn't done, uh, and <laughs> and and, like and they projected into the room and without the equipment and let the, the show must go on. That's fine. That's so beautiful. Good, good for, for them. them. Beautiful. It's, good a, for it's them. a very niche market. I, I mean, over the years, <laughs> you think? No, no, no. You think? No, no. I meant Marion Radio <laughs> plays doesn't have as broad of appeal as we might think. I meant the radio plays in general, because uh, over the years there have been several groups that have done like they've taken uh, novels, graphic Welcome novels, movies, and, and turned them into uh, brought to you by breathing. radio plays. I'm just gonna Great I'm fun. just gonna push through because he's just gonna keep going. Uh, by breathing, but today. Uh, yeah. Septuagenarian uh, Theater, brought to you by they've done it with Never the sound Got an Easter everything. Card. Never Got an Easter Card. Normally I'd stop this, but it's so amusing. <laughs> it's but, it's uh, confusing and wonderful. Septuagenarian Theater, I've heard brought several, to you by Why Don't They Call? The Why Don't They Call? Who fucking knows? It's a question that plagues us all. Why Don't They Call? <laughs> Septuagenarian Theater proudly presents I Miss My Family. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
This week's Septuagenarian Theater brought to you by... Ouch! I can't believe it. A new pain? Already? <laughs> I didn't even move. <laughs> Septuagenarian Theater proudly presents... This blanket is too cold and too hot at the same time. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> Septuagenarian Theater brings you Mystery Brews. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, ow. Uh, <laughs> ow. <laughs> Septuagenarian Theater proudly presents Does my wig smell like that or is that me? <laughs> Any wow. other things you want to talk wait, about? Wait, 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 wait. I, I want to hear, hear the... Uh, you were talking about the um, radio plays. <laughs> yeah, there have been several groups that have put out, like, CDs and, and downloadable files of, you know, they, they've done, like, novels, graphic novels. They've turned movies into radio plays. And uh, Well, that's still know, a thing links, in, yeah. in Europe and Britain. It's And, I mean, they've, yeah. they've, they've put these recordings out, but, you know, after, it seems like they, you know, they go for a couple of years and then it kind of... Just fizzles out. Either I would you know, say there's almost as much Doctor Who in audio form as there yeah. is in visual form. Interesting. Um, Throwing Adventure Hour is essentially that. It's, it's, yeah. it's basically done as radio plays, and those actually uh, I should keep I keep mentioning the show, but the, maybe the hour is throwing people. It, it's really like they they break it down into pieces. So if you're listening to an episode of it, it's about 15 minutes long. It's it's not there's not a huge commitment, and it's very interesting. Septuagenarian Theater <laughs> proudly presents. God, I wish I could drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too bad he got that announcer got zapped by oh, Paul's no. little button. <laughs> He'll be back. He's not, going, uh, He's not going I've, anywhere. I've been uh, playing the Family Guy Quest for Stuff Star Trek uh, special event uh, quite a bit. Uh, it started on Thursday. That's last the week. that's the Android iPad. Uh, yeah, it's Android, Very much the Simpsons iOS. style game. It's, it's the tap. It's it's just like the Simpsons tapped out. It's okay. like any of the other you know city building and you know money farming style games. But they added a, a, a Star Trek special event uh, featuring the Next Generation. Um, but and I got it's enough. Got, like all the vocal, the the voice cast of the Next Generation. Um, on board, and they so. got TV commercials for this game. For yeah, sakes. I was that's that's how I saw it first. I was like, "Wait a minute!" And then, like later in the day, when I logged onto the game, sure enough, they had the announcement. But uh, it's uh, it's really interesting. It's a little slow going at first, but it's one of their longest events. It has like forty days total worth of okay gameplay, whereas their usual events last you know anywhere from like four or five days to just a couple of weeks. So. That's one of those games that's barely a game. It really it's, is. It's, it's one of those light dopamine well, generators. Yeah, it's it's essentially you set up your pieces and then you check back on it after they've had time. To, right, but there's no to game to be played. No, really. It's it's a collect and build and, you know, I mean, it's not like, say... Sure. Uh, it, it's, it, it, if you love Simpsons... It's Farmville. If you love kind of, Family Guy, you might like those two games just for the feelings of those but what it comes down to it's out there to make you annoyed enough that you'll buy their currency so the game doesn't go so slow yeah that's really what it's built on now i as a person that plays it so so i do play it and i found enjoyment but i've also found a lot of frustration with it because at times i'm like i'm not enjoying this i'm not playing it for a while now the star trek thing's back i'm trying it again and it yeah it's it's 
it's hard to keep it going sometimes without these special events because like it's literally it's well i have no reason to go check into my city because there's no new buildings to buy even though, I, I mean i've got you've kind of maxed out the basic game i've i've maxed out my level it maxes out at level 60 i hit that um like a month Punch. ago Okay. Level 60. Okay, you didn't hit level 60 on the Star And it Wars had maxed thing. out okay. at level 58. They added two new <laughs> levels for a special event they had um, um, back Octogenarian in February. Theater back, starts at level back 60. Back in February. Septuagenarian <laughs> Theater proudly presents But No uh, One is Left Alive Who Remembers What I Was Like and I Can Feel Myself <laughs> Melting Into the Wallpaper. I'm a Living Ghost. How much time have you spent <laughs> at old goes. age homes? Because I I've spent more time than I wanted there, and all of this is hitting really painfully true. Dude, <laughs> uh, I I'm I have empathy, and I uh, I watched. Um, remember that documentary I was talking about? Um, you talked about with, a lot of them with the music when they play music for the old people. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Come alive. What's mm-hmm. it called? Alive inside. Oh man, that'll kill you. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, hopefully I'll be able to hold it together. My parents are doing all right. They're up there. Uh, but, man, there comes a point when it's just like, pull the plug, pull the plug. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> like, I would never, I I never want to be institutionalized like that. No, thank you. No, so thank you. Are you asking for us to put the pillow over your face when the time comes? Uh, if you guys are still around, yeah. I mean, not me. Obviously, I'm old. And <laughs> right. Gonna... Well, as Barry once said, we're all going to be in some old folks' home for for gamers, and we're going to be like battling over the controllers. My hope is that like, that is gently slapping each other. Like my hope hey. is that is what's keeping us hey. sentient and fluid, reading a lot. Sure, you kill stealing, staying active. You know, we all of us we're fairly social critters. You know, yeah, but young children will come in. Not to say, you know, that fate couldn't befall. I, th- I think, think our like, diets will kill us before old age. What's that thing they're doing with their hands? Right. Right. Is that a? It's like, how come they're playing that game with their mind? That's like a baby's <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know I've only mentioned it briefly in the show, but I am really loving Dying Light. Dying Light has become almost an obsession. It it has. It really I, has. It's some of the best parts of Far Cry 4 and the good parts of 3. They steal from everybody, but they steal good parts from everybody. Mm. Dying Light. Dying Light created by Techland, the guys that made uh, Dead Island. Is that the one with the, the lady with her face in a barbed wire on the cover? That's a different game. Different I game. don't different remember that. Game. Dying Light. Dying Light. It's a zombie game. It is a yeah. zombie game. Well, Open world. Uh, the thing that is the most fun about it is the thing that almost put me off from even trying it, and that uh-huh. is the word parkour. Ah. Where your character... I don't know this It's one. almost like being able to be an Assassin's Creed in first person, but mm-hmm. so much better at climbing buildings. And True. that is surprisingly fun once you get the hang of it. Um, it's a hard game from the outset, and as you build your character, it still remains a challenge, but the difficulty starts to to wane a little bit, and you're able to explore a bit more. 
Oh, it's only a next gen game. It is only a next gen game. Oh, okay. they were going to make it. Uh, they planned to release it for the old gen, but then they made an announcement about a month prior to that. Sorry, this game just does not work on old gen systems. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the developers are running into that. That's too bad. I would. It I would have pretty. I, I would have enjoyed the parkour aspect. It I looks think it's gorgeous. That was one of the things I was doing on um, Grand Theft Auto. Was like trying to get the motorcycle up on top of bridges. <laughs> <clears throat> it's impressive. It's immersive. And it's a yeah. beautiful looking game. And it has a really interesting two ah. part system where in the daytime, that's when you can run around fairly safely, in quotes. Safe ish. Safe ish. <laughs> and that's where you're getting a lot of stuff done. And then at night, the volatiles come out. And that's the. Some of the. They're the ones that can track you down. It almost becomes a stealth game at that point. If you're caught, especially on the low levels, you're pretty much toast if you can't get away. Yeah. And getting away is really hard. Mm. Now, as you progress in the game, that does get easier, but it doesn't make the night any less scary. Night right. is a scary proposition in this game. Mm. I won't say scary to the dread effects of, say, Alien Isolation was. Or Minecraft. But night is an optional Thing. You can skip it. You can sleep through the night and not have like to deal Minecraft. with it. Like Minecraft. Exactly. But you do get double experience points at night. You get bonuses for surviving the night. And the game and the story has some things that can only be completed at night. So it like does Animal make, Crossing. So it does, make, does force, yes, just like Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. So it does force you to endure that a bit. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about the sound design earlier. Uh... Sound design is... <laughs> Fantastic. So so immersive. So much so that there was... Last night we were watching, I think, uh, Walking Dead. Uh -huh. And there was a helicopter that went by or a plane that went by. And in the game there are these airdrops. So when you hear a plane go by, that means there's an airdrop that needs to be raced to because there's various factions trying to get it. It's full of medicine for those who have been bitten to pro prolong their life. And the moment I heard that live plane outside the window... For a split second, I started to get up because I needed to go pick up that airdrop. That's how good the air sound design is in that <laughs> wow. game. Wow. It's pretty good. So it's pretty good. At, at first, I was just like, ah, uh, this game, I'm not so sure because it does have a bit of a learning curve to it. Mm, but once okay. that becomes second nature, I just keep wanting to go right back to it. Even just for an hour just to run around the city. Nice. So, Did you see uh, my post the other night about the uh, Call of Duty? I did not. Uh, Duncan and I were sitting at a restaurant, actually McMullen's, and uh, he was trying to explain to me what we had to do to solve the zombie levels on that thing. And he ended up with this giant sheet written on the back of a napkin. And I'm like, I'm sure the waitress thinks we're planning a heist. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, the, like, like elaborate schematics there. Well, the, this, crazy. I mean, the, the zombie levels, apparently three of them are interconnected. You have to solve them in order, and then you have to go back through them again. But that's the stuff that's going to keep you out of the old folks' yeah. home. Yeah, exactly. Figuring yeah. out those maps yeah. ahead of time, mm -hmm. connecting those synapses. Yep. <laughs> so one other thing that I did see, uh, I watched, just came on Netflix, uh, Life Itself, the um, Roger Ebert documentary. Oh, that's oh, on there yeah. now. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Thumbs up? You, thumbs, up? thumbs up. But man, whew. That'll tear you apart. Oh, no. <laughs> I heard an interview with his wife at NPR, and she sounded sharp as hell. She's lovely. Yeah. And uh, his whole family's lovely, that, that adopted family that he came into. 
Um, pretty fantastic. It, what an amazing life and what an interesting character. And, uh, yeah, you have to see it if you have the slightest interest in critique at I all. I do. I've I loved mean, his books. Right. And you're listening to this show, which is us aping the actions of the masters, <laughs> trying to trying to talk with any uh, eloquence about anything. Yeah, that alien was dumb. Yeah. Right on, Paul. If it's done well. Yeah, if it's done well, precisely. Oh, precisely. We done well, thumbs up. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah, check it out. It's it's fantastic. And it's if you've got Netflix, it's on there right now. So, cool. Life itself. Don't miss it. All right. It'll break you in half emotionally, but it's wonderful. I need a good breaking. That's all right. Oh. That'll work. Oh. Uh. Anything else you want to throw in, gentlemen? I'm good. News you don't give a shit about. Yay. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. I don't really mean it on that one. These aren't so deep as usual. These don't cut as deep. These are paper cuts. Okay. Today. Uh, last, so. last week, the, the news you don't give a shit was, stuff yeah. I gave a shit about. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. paper cuts are the worst, though. <laughs> a fox has picked up a supernatural crime drama series titled Houdini and Doyle. With its basis being the real-life friendship of Sherlock Holmes creator uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and famed illusionist Harry Houdini, the two struck up a friendship through their common interest in spiritualism. While Doyle was a believer, Houdini thought mediums were frauds. The new TV show is heading straight through to series. Houdini and Doyle is the brainchild of the librarian creator David Titcher, house creator David Shore, and house writer-producer David Holston. So here's how Deadline describes the new series. In Houdini and Doyle. Here's how Deadline describes the new series. We needed something else for Hugh Laurie to do. (laughs) Oh, is Hugh Laurie in it? Of course he will be. It doesn't say it, Please, both the house writers. It wouldn't be a surprise. He's going to be Arthur Conan Doyle. Yeah. And And he won't have to fuck with his accent anymore. Dude, that's what's happening. The accent is amazing. I mean, so many people had no idea. That he was in, and I knew because I I remember him from um, Black Adder. Black Adder, yeah. yeah. Well, people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> in Houdini and Doyle, two of the great characters of the 20th century: Houdini, master mu- magician, scape artist, and paranormal debunker, and Doyle, creator of the world's greatest detective and paranormal aficionado, grudgingly join forces to investigate crimes with a supernatural slant. Grudgingly fuck. Although they get their grudge fuck on. They're both Redini and Doyle. It's like a angry grudge fucks. (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't want to do this. (laughs) Uh. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Don't, Houdini, don't. Oh, you don't understand. This is my illusion. I'm making my dick disappear in your ass. With a grudge grudge fuck. Houdini's Jewish. Grudge fuck. A a grunge grudge fuck. Yes. It's a grungy grudge fuck from Houdini. Poof. There goes my wiener. That was Alice in Chains' best album. Yeah. Definitely. Grungy grudge fuck. (laughs) Oh, boy. It sounds like like they tried to say, what could we do X-Files-ish, but set it in, in... Victorian. Early 19th century. That is it. And I really like Houdini and his debunking that he did. And I know that he's going to be scully and he's going to be like, maybe it is supernatural. I'm like, oh. It's 
I would prefer it was more like early Scooby Doo, where where red light, Conan, Conan, where Conan Doyle's like it's it's always a monster, and Houdini goes, "No, it's got a rubber mask." It I I be. just I like occult detectives. Constantine Hellblazer, great comic. I always enjoyed it. I am tired of supernatural crime drama. Just tired of it. And we're gonna get more of them. You think it's jump the ghost shark? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Although I did watch I Zombie the first episode this last week. Very charming show. Oh yeah, because I, I I recorded. It. I didn't know if you caught it. I, I, yeah, it was. Uh, and I like how they tried to play in the comic book elements to it. Yeah, that's, that was that was cute. You can definitely see its comic book origins mm-hmm. in there. Reminds me a lot of Dead Like Me. If you ever saw that series, well, it's as far as tone goes. Supposed to have the Veronica Mars writers, which uh, I guess which you can smell. You yeah, can definitely had smell that, that, in there. that wittiness Absolutely. to it. So it, that's yeah, that feels like it. So one of the uh, the great missed uh, steps in um, Torchwood. At one point, one of the characters dies and gets resurrected and basically becomes a, a thinking zombie, but he doesn't heal, and so. Oh but, wow! Yeah, and but they didn't. But they end up being the, they end up killing him not so long after that. So sorry, spoiler. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have seen him go through a few seasons of, of, of a guy who just keeps losing pieces of him and it gets more and more patched up. And you know. It's fun. I zombie. I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a healing in there, so we'll see how that goes. But the basic conceit is that she has a thirst for brains. Yep. New zombie. A thirst for brains? A thirst for brains. Brain smoothies. I think he means a a hunger. hunger. Thank you. I think a hunger for brains. <laughs> uh, but when she... Eats brains of somebody else, she gains some of the memories of that person and takes on some of the personality traits. Mm, so it's like a little bit of chew in there. Yeah. yeah. So it's got yeah. very much a little bit of chew in there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm based on based on a comic, so it's uh, it's got a fairly rich background to draw from, but also mm. be able to take that, those elements and do its own thing. So. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it it got a lot of positive reviews. Uh, on the the premiere episode, the second episode is tomorrow night, I think. Yeah, it's a Tuesday mistaken. night thing, I think. So. Oh, is it tonight? Yeah. Oh, okay. And news you don't give a shit about Lifetime Channel is airing the Lizzie Borden Chronicles, based on one of its own made-for-TV movies. For the new miniseries, Christina Ricci reprises her role as Lizzie Borden, the innocent-looking Sunday school teacher who was acquitted for brutally murdering her parents amidst much debate and controversy. Chronicles takes place four months after the trial, and people are dying again. Lizzie is once again a suspect. Uh, Clea Duvall also returns as Emma Borden with Cole Hauser as Detective Charles Siringo and Jonathan Banks from Better Call Saul as business partner Mr. Flowers. The Lizzie Borden Chronicles uh, premieres for an eight-episode run Sunday 5th at Sunday, April 5th at It's Dexter in Fall River. Uh, I didn't even know there was a, a series prior to this to draw off of. Well, Lifetime's getting darker. Didn't you know, just their their stories are becoming real morose. Oh, so not just stories for women now. <laughs> There's no stories for women. There's stories for women, but women that want to see other women hurt. Apparently, <laughs> they crave the blood. It is part of their nature. Oh boy. They love the blood. <laughs> it draws them in. They, they need it. They feast upon it. <laughs> they crave the blood. 
of Wednesday Addams. <laughs> Weekend Geek! Not where I thought he was going to go with that. <laughs> and Tuesday okay. Weld. And who? Tuesday Weld. Tuesday Weld? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to go through all I'm trying to think of other people whose names are. Oh, days. gotcha. Tuesday's only can think of. Who else? Does it, is anybody named Thursday? It should be. It should be. Because then you're basically named Thor. Yeah. Right. Thursday. 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 A lot of people named after months. Uh, yeah, you got Junes. January. Lots of Junes. Lots of Januarys. April. Of April. April. Christmas Jones. May. May. You got Mays. No, Fe- no Februarys, though. No yeah. Februarys. No, no November. November would be a fun one. <laughs> November. Oh, well, didn't didn't uh, Axl Rose name his kid November Rain? That could no, be. No, he didn't. <laughs> I wouldn't would surprise me a bit. No, he wouldn't surprise me a bit. Or September. September would be like, hmm. Oh, how fun. Oh, I am September. September Dior. I am the fragrance of the month. September. A collective soul named a song December. Collective soul. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that is. I dug deep for that one. <laughs> that is a group. No, you don't have to dig deep for that fucking shit. It, they play it on the radio all the time still. Oh, do they? It blows my fucking mind. I listen to the satellite. Yeah, so. that, yeah that fucking. I'm like, what is that? What kind of a. T- yeah, right. You're, you're, you're safe. You're listening to satellite radio. But for people who listen to the actual radio, the occasional times when I flip through the radio, rare, but occasionally, I, I hear these songs from 20 years ago and I'm losing my mind. And Creed. It's been that way for a long time. But it's sad. It's yeah. so sad and gross. Stop listening to the radio, everybody. It's wrong for you. I'm People still hearing have been... songs from my high school days on the no, radio. No, see, that's just stupid. Just fuck off. Radio listenership. It'd be one thing if they listen to anything. Else. Well, radio listenership, the it's, people that listen been, to it. No, are. as I was saying, it's been waning for, yeah, so for all they can more than a decade. That a thousand billion people know. And so they go, oh, I know that song. Great. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, if you listen to a radio the, station named after a person, you're probably doing something wrong. Because with all the the, uh, the tie-ins with the mobile devices now, you know, radio listenership is waning yeah, because people are going to people, Pandora, Spotify. People, yeah, well, I mean, you know, you've got your MP3 player, or in most cases, your phone. Now, you get in your car, you plug your phone in, and you know, listen to whatever yeah, you want I to listen. Very to. rarely listen to the radio. I listen to yeah. a little bit of NPR until I get angry as fuck and turn it off. <laughs> angry or depressed? That's the two modes that's, that's, that they've hard got. Hard not to, yeah. Angry hard or depressed? Hard not to do that with NPR. Because of the ventriloquism show I saw last week, I actually went and looked. I went up to YouTube and looked up uh, the uh, Red Solo Cup. I had not heard all the lyrics before that. I'm like, really? There's a line about testicles in there? Oh, okay. <laughs> The country song Red Solo Cup? The Red Solo Cup. No. It's, it's, That's uh, a Toby Keith class. Oh, it's yeah. a joint. Yeah. <laughs> a Toby Keith joint. Exactly. Yes. Oh, Toby Keith. He does a pretty good... Either he's very drunk or he has a good job pretending to be drunk in you the music video. You have reminded me... Oh, boy. ...of this thing I just read about Ted Cruz. Did you hear about oh, that? Oh, no. I don't, I'm uh, scared already. Just yeah. real quick. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> he just came out on some show talking about his personality, giant quotes, and... <laughs> He made the statement that he was disappointed in rock and roll. He was disappointed in rock and roll's response to 9-11. And Excuse so, me? Yeah. And so he decided after 9-11, he became a country music listener. Now, he didn't elaborate on what songs in rock and roll or what disappointed him about rock and roll, nor did he say what kind of country music he listens to now. He's, he's just, just, he's just clearly the bass. pandering <laughs> like an ass fuck. <laughs> 
like unbelievable pandering. I of just I uh, only listen to country radio since nine eleven. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I, I can't believe gonna... I'm in the position of defending Ted Cruz, but there were there were several country songs that were were referenced nine eleven that were whole things about. Oh, trying... I know, I know he yeah. did it. Yeah. We, yeah. But well, did you stop listening to? Ro- they're awful. They're jingoistic insanity. Did you listen to? Did you stop listening to rock and roll because of 9-11? No, not because of that. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because of that? Because it got yeah. old. Well, did you listen yeah. to country because they were singing songs about 9-11? No, or, they, or, they, they are model. I, I actually started. Yeah, I did, or, or actually songs about getting mad at brown people? I have actually listened to a lot more countries since they moved out here, partially because of what you're talking about in like, on the radio. It's like, right. it's those same three songs mm-hmm. over and over again. It's like, at least country ones I haven't heard. They're going to repeat them again. But, except, except those damn But I haven't heard them chips. yet. Yeah. Oh. Not that country. I like yeah. the Dixie Chicks. I do too. See, yeah. see, I thought you were going to reference where he said that he's like Scotty from Star Trek Four. Uh, <laughs> there was that quote. I was like, you, Ted Cruz don't like the Dixie Chicks. No, I'm sure he doesn't. He no. can't. But 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 he but he loves country, <laughs> guys. He loves country. He loves this country, even though he wasn't born in this country. Whatever. <laughs> what a sack of joke it's happened. I don't even understand how it's happening anymore. All I, I know care. is it's a gift to comedians everywhere. It's a gift to comedians mm-hmm. everywhere. I don't, I mean, how, we can't take anything seriously anymore. It's like Rick Santorum throwing his hat in the race. It's Put Sylvester be, the Cat up for the, yeah. for the <laughs> fucking presidency. <laughs> well, kind of He'd be a better leader. No, it's... Well, Cruz is almost not, a Warner Brothers cartoon oh, as he but is. That's, that's really insulting to Sylvester. Suffering <laughs> <laughs> fuck a tash. <laughs> Really, that's that's not even the Mel Blanc deserves better than that. That's uh, no, I'm could, not going to say that it's going to be an interesting, but it is going to be watchable. <laughs> you think it'll be entertaining or just in a horrible, angry way? Inflammatory, road, road accident yeah, exactly. Way. It's going to be inflammatory and ridiculous. And you know, honestly, it doesn't matter what political alliance you are. None of the candidates coming up look even remotely no good. No one's got there's, anything there's, going it's, on. It's like trying to determine the lesser of two evils now, and it's like, um, I don't know that there is. You, you <laughs> yeah. can't have good people running anymore. Yeah, no. Not the way it's stri- no. made now. No. You cannot have it. Well, and like it says on a bumper sticker, vote Cthulhu. I vote for the lesser of two evils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vote for the greater. The ultimate evil. <laughs> so I think we're at the, weekend the of ultimate evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marvel has signed up Joe and Anthony Russo to close out the next phase of superhero series in the cosmic battleground of Avengers Infinity War Part 1 and 2. The sibling directors will be attacking the material once finished with next year's Captain America Civil War and their follow-up to Captain America the Winter Soldier. Although no screenwriters have yet been announced, rumors have it that Marvel is eyeing the Captain America film's writers Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely to sh- plan to shoot both Infinity War movies back to back, 2016, 2017. So if you like the Captain America movie, that's who's behind the uh, yeah, finale of the Avengers. So excited! Nice, nice. Yeah. so excited! Just that, over a month, dude. Oh, Avengers is Avengers coming. Two yeah. is coming. Yeah, what May? First week of May. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, that Winter Soldier is still my favorite. It's, it's super so good. good. Yeah. I, I need to watch film. again. I only, Surprising, saw, I only saw it the one time in the theater. I yeah, need to watch it again. So good. And I'm not going to be able to catch Avengers in this week that it comes out. Well, you um, got? You got? You going on a trip? I'm, nope. My girlfriend, who has not been all that geeky her life, has now embraced kind of the idea of the geek, and she wants to catch up. So that means that I have to show her all the Marvel movies leading up to Avengers 2. Well, why don't you go to, to that big marathon? 
Because I'm not cruel. <laughs> well, why will you not be able to make it by then? Liar. <laughs> Just with work schedule and so on, because we don't get to see each other as much as we like as it yeah, is. Yeah, I get I Dude, I, my wife and I are ships in the night. We live in the same fucking house. Yeah. I know how it is. But we will get there, and we will probably get there by before the end of April, but okay. I can't really see us getting there by the end of March. So... So you didn't go for, for Paulette's uh, ticket thing? Because nope. we're, we're a bunch of us in it the first nope. night. Nope, that's why I did not get in on that. Because I'm like, I know that there's just not going to be enough time between now and then. So it's going to be hard to remain unspoilered for this movie. Yeah, I'm going def- to... I've, I've kept myself trailer-free up to this point, And I'm going to do my best to stay that way. I did that with the first one. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I want to go see it first night. Or as close to it anyway. Yeah, when I saw Chappie, there was a new trailer, and I'm like, I got to <laughs> I was like, you know, this would be a great time to get up and go do a preemptive bathroom break. <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't want to see anything. Sure. No. And I watched it. It's pretty revealing. Spoiled. That's right, that's I'm why sure. I'm glad I did. They always are. Trailers now leave nothing to the imagination. Then again, we said that about Avengers too, and there was so much more to see than was in the trailer. Yeah, Avengers as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's. Got to differentiate that. <laughs> the first Avengers. There you go. <laughs> X-Files is coming back to Fox. Hooray. As a mm-hmm. six-episode limited series. Executive producer Chris Carter is returning alongside stars David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, who will reprise their roles as agents Fox Mulder and Dana Scully more than a decade after the show ended in 2002. Production is set to begin this summer, but Fox has yet to determine an air date for the limited run. The series follows FBI agent Scully and Mulder as they investigate unexplained cases dubbed X-Files, for which the only answers involve paranormal phenomena. Who was that last sentence for? Who is listening to this podcast that doesn't know that? Somebody out there needs it. I swear to you, somebody needs it. The official announcement was Tuesday morning, so by the time this hits, not everybody may have read that. Because right. no, it was, no, it no, was the, description. the description of oh, X Files oh, okay. itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, but yeah, there's there's younger people that have mm-hmm. not seen the X Files, yeah, and and this might it. be a good gateway to it. Yeah. She's she's exactly what happened with Anne. She's catching up on it right now. She's like, ooh, new X Files is coming up. And Tara probably hasn't seen it either. Well, I started Anne on X Files tonight. No, oh. we started. She started watching it right before I left. And uh, how are you going to get her through that first season? Uh, oh, it's not so bad. It's weak. Season two it's, gets a lot better. It's that's the for weakest sure. of the early but, seasons. Uh, but, but once it gets going, yeah, and she, it takes we, off. she and I watched The Fall with Gillian Anderson. If you haven't seen that, so she's totally enamored with Gillian Anderson at okay. this point. So I'm, she's down to check it out. Yeah. I, yeah, I dropped off in the last couple of seasons. Of that, so I, mean, oh, I, I may actually sit through and because I know they're... I, I, I've never I, seen the last two seasons. You know of what, yeah, dude? Yeah. Torgo and I were just talking about that. Seasons eight and nine... When the when the fucking was asbestos and what was the, the other? asbestos baby comes around, it's what? Like, <laughs> the <laughs> I think I ended a season five, so five or six. Scully's kid doesn't burn the asbestos baby. Uh, dude, it gets so my fucking weird. My friend uh, John Bean Hastings is friends with one of the guys from the Lone Gunman, um, the the red haired guy, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they like called him up the after after the episode where cover your ears. Um, I didn't see it either. But spoilers, it kept, just but go ahead. Uh, I, I don't plan I think, on seeing. Well, yeah. spoilers for later X Files episodes. But they go called ahead. him up and was like, "You let them take Scully's baby, you idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. 
It's but, such a, it gets so fucking you know, weird. Speaking of the lone gunman, I think that was a series that just was not given a fair shot. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. That's one of those that comes up all the time on the 9-11. Oh, for the 9-11. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because there's an episode where there's just straight up basically 9-11 happens. Right, yep. yeah. right. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, wait, why isn't the lone gunman on DVD? Oh, <laughs> it is on DVD. Yeah. Right. They released it. Where and where? Can I used you find to have it. Now? I gave it away when I gave away a bunch of DVDs. Fool! <laughs> you mad fool! Uh, in a recent interview with Daily Mail, Anderson said of the return, "The idea is to get the old gang back and have fun and get a bit of closure for us and the audience." Unquote. During its initial nine-season run, The X-Files became one of the most successful television dramas of all time, hitting a peak ratings high in 97 when more than 27 million people tuned in to season five's premiere. The show had earned 16 Emmy Awards, five Golden Globes, and a Peabody Award. And a partridge in a pear tree. Yes. It's a good show. Yeah, well. Except for season eight and nine. I think that show has a huge influence on TV we watch now. Sure. Because it um, started well, creating mythos. Right. That well, first uh, that first movie is quite good. Mm-hmm. The I never saw the second movie was okay. Second, I haven't seen it either. I heard it was. It was it's okay. It's, it's all it's, weird pedophile <sighs> It is and it isn't. It's, it's it like is. It's pedophilia. That's what the, the central plot is. Pedophilia. Ew. Really? Yeah. I was like, well, they're trying that's to not catch. an X-file. That's a sex file. <laughs> that has a it's paranormal. A pe- the pedophiles. has a paranormal <laughs> element to it. But uh, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> Ghost wieners in little kids. <laughs> what? No. It, it's, <laughs> Ghost shark wieners. I, I can't explain it without giving away the whole movie, basically. But uh, okay. Uh, anyway, that the, the second film is basically it's just an it's like another episode of the X Files. Okay. So it's not With really ghost wieners and pedophilia. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of a no. There's no ghost wieners. <laughs> You're saying it's not part of the big conspiracy thing. It's just a monster of the week. It's it's you yeah. Essentially, it's a standalone. <laughs> I appreciate the original series referencing Coltrack, the Night Soccer, which I loved. Well, yeah, that's yeah. essentially yeah. what it was based on. Yeah, and they actually brought in. Yeah, they they brought in the actor that was yeah. awesome, Darren uh, McGavin. Darren McGavin. Oh, I couldn't think of his name for there for a second. Playing essentially the same character, but not quite. But yeah, right. Definitely ripping off it. Good on Short, shortly before he passed. Yeah. Oh, there's another one. Oh God, there's one with Charles Nelson Raleigh. That's hilarious. There's an episode of Charles Nelson Raleigh that's essentially a parody of Twin Peaks. Oh wow! Don't know this. Yeah, um, he's eating pie in it, like the oh, okay. yeah, and and, and it, the whole thing is told through um, he Charles Nelson Raleigh is a writer, and he's interviewing people about an X file, and then so the whole thing is told through other people's uh, memories of the event, and so oh, this like, is an X Files episode. Yeah. And it's it's just bizarre because it's like all the all the actors. Is that the one with the smoking alien in it? It was like almost a comedic yeah, that episode. Might have been it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that sounds right. Jose Chung's from Outer Space or yes. something like that. Yes, that's they it. They yeah. did like some really twisted, weird episodes that if they you, played around. Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't afraid to experiment with stuff. So I mean, it, for at the time, <laughs> it was fairly groundbreaking. I was a crazy fan of that show. I had all oh, I was the too. series on VHS. Right? I had the I Want to Believe but poster on my wall. But it wasn't full series, of course. It was two episodes per <laughs> yeah. videotape. And yep. You got I three got videotapes six, per box? Yeah, yeah, six episodes. That was basically best of the season kind of thing. Right. The way they did it, it was nuts. I finally, uh, my mom's a fan too. I bought her the big X-Files complete set box two years ago for Christmas, two or three years ago. Nice. So she has that. 
yeah and now it's on netflix which is great so yeah man what's that one with uh were you talking were you just talking about the 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 show with um peter boyle oh that one's another good one. that's like my yeah. favorite x-file ever memory 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 mental memory yeah that's my favorite yeah. episode ever yeah. we were talking about the ones with darren mcgavin and uh, uh charles nelson riley oh yeah those are fun with the two writers Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name from Breaking Bad? Um, Jesse Eisenberg. No, no, no. The main character, the main actor, his name is just Walter White. Right. Yes, the Walter White who plays the who's uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston episode. That's oh really yeah, he good. was in that. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Um, the Enigma is in it. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. And they had that, Jim, that, Jim the Freaks episode. Yeah. Jim Rose Circus thing. Yeah, is most in there. of the Jim Rose Sideshow Circus. <laughs> that's the who one. I also saw. That was. The most amazing concert I've ever got. I, I saw the Jim Rose Sideshow Circus opening for Marilyn Manson, opening for Nine Inch Nails. That was phenomenal. Wow. It was awesome. I would say. Mr. I, Lifto. I saw Jim Rose Circus, but I saw him here independently in, at uh, Adventure Dome's Fright Dome. Yeah. 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 That's right. We did, didn't we? Yeah. One of the guys from Jim Rose Circus shows up at Wonderground every now and then. Um one of the guys that does puts hot metal on his tongue and shit like that. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> I knew a guy like that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> he had a big metal chain. He'd heat it up with a blowtorch and then lick it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah it's good quality, you gotta, you gotta quality freak a, stuff. Got to have a hobby. You got to make some money. That's what it comes <laughs> yeah, down yeah. to. People will pay to watch it. Here you go. Here's a dollar. <laughs> Steve Niles, the comic author who gave us 30 Days of Night, is teaming up with horror legend Wes Craven to produce a new TV series based on Niles' upcoming sci-fi horror comic, The Disciples. Craven will serve as executive producer of the show. and Craven the Hunter? Uh, the, Wes Craven the Hunter. Oh, Wes Craven the Hunter. And developed for Universal Cable Productions, who brought us Being Human and Defiance. Uh, Black Mask Studios is set to release The Disciples number 1, the comic, in May. Here's the official synopsis from Black Mask Studios. These are great names. Dagmar, Rick, and Jules, intrepid private eyes bounty hunters, have been hired by a high-ranking senator to retrieve his daughter, who's run off to join a mysterious religious cult. This is no ordinary cult, though. In the near future of the Disciples, the ultra-wealthy have become the true masters of the universe by colonizing moons through the solar system. Billionaire industrialist Macaulay Richmond is one such colonist. He's built a new society on Ganymede, a moon of Jupiter, where his flock of cultists can have the religious freedom to worship him. But when the team reaches Ganymede in their starship venture, they discover something has gone horribly wrong. Um, so this guy played Dead Space. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. This is Dead Space. Well, well, what? Well, I don't know. Dead Space, no one's worshiping a human. Yeah, they are. No, they're, worship, they're worshiping that uh, the obelisk. Yeah, but that's only from, that's, but that guy is the head of the cult of the obelisk. They got that head founder guy. Yeah, they're, you're right. They're, Dude, they're I know I'm right. And that's what's horribly wrong is the obelisk. <laughs> That'd make a fine series, too. There, there's a really a good, good story Dude, in those games. The first two games, yes. the first two games are masterworks. You want to... Three went to shit, apparently. Yes, I still didn't play it. Three had some bad missteps. You want to repeat what you just said about the obelisk? What? Not not my <laughs> obelisk. <laughs> this, the, it's not an obelisk. It's a twisted twin spire. Yeah. 
It's what like, do they do? They call it the they call I, it the they call the obelisk. Yeah, they call it the obelisk. It's not the obelisk scheme. But if you touch it, you become a deadite, basically. Yeah, uh, kind of. Twisty daddy guy. Is that what it is? You have to come in contact with it? it you it come in contact. Con- it just spreads if, it, doesn't it? It spreads it, but I think if you come in contact with it, that happens. So it's, when you touch it, you don't get, gain the power of tools. It no. reanimates <laughs> necrotic flesh. Yes. That's what the whole thing's about. The reanimation of dead flesh. Pretty gross. And if this is close to that, I'm actually kind of cool with it. Oh, man. I am. He's a good writer. Uh, Steve Howes is good. All right. Well, Wes Craven's a good director. Okay. It, he definitely just saw Dead Space and was like, this is good. Fuck that John Carpenter of Mars. Fuck that Ghost <laughs> of Mars shit. John Carpenter of Mars? <laughs> yep. John Carpenter of Mars. Might as well call it that because it's pretty bad. Yep. <laughs> John, Carpenter John Carpenter of Mars. Of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the astronaut's name? Uh, John Carter? No, Bill... Uh, Hader? Nine? No, <laughs> from last week. The oxygen-deprived astronaut. Oh, see, John Blackstar? I was, I, I was trying Blackstar. to remember. I was, I, when I was listening to that, I was wondering if that was actually a character I didn't know or that Neil? was original. No, it was Bill somebody. Bill Neal? Something like that? I don't know. Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg, and Breaking Bad producer Sam Caitlin are bringing Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon's controversial comic book Preacher to AMC. The lead role of Reverend Jesse Custer is still up for grabs, although Dominic Cooper, who is in Captain America and Agent Carter, is rumored to be the frontrunner. Now, when I read this, for some reason, I I didn't read Dominic Cooper, and my brain flashed a picture of Bradley Cooper in my head, Mm -hmm. and I got really sad and scared really fast. But then it's Dominic Cooper, and I got cool with it. But the show has been busy on the casting front, uh, setting uh, Ruth Nega, who is on S.H.I.E.L.D. and Misfits as Tulip, and Ian Coletti, who is in Rake as Arseface in the past week. Uh, now actor Joseph Gillian, oh, sorry, Gil Gunn, who was in This Is England and Lockout, has been cast as Cassidy, a hard-drinking Irish vampire who befriends Custer and his ex-girlfriend Tulip. So most of the main cast is set. Just waiting on that final preacher cast. It's oh, Rogan. They're not. <laughs> they cast. You know that cannot happen. Even Rogan knows that can't happen. You would love it, though. In the wake of the giant wave made by the release of the proof of concept teaser for The Leviathan, X Men writer and producer Simon Kinsberg and Alien 5's Neil Blomkamp have come on board a filmmaker Ruari Robinson's project with Blomkamp set to executive produce. Since last week, The Leviathan has been viewed more than 1.2 million times on Vimeo and has gotten hit a few hundred to thousand times more on YouTube. Here's a short synopsis of The Leviathan. By the early 22nd century, mankind has colonized many worlds. Faster than light travel was made possible by harvesting exotic matter from the eggs of the largest species man has ever seen. Those that take part in the hunt are mostly involuntary labor. I have not seen the short, but I really enjoyed this concept. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at it. And Jeremy Renner and Fringe writer and executive producer Jeff Pinker are teaming up for a new TV series titled Nightfall. Nightfall will chronicle the events that led to and followed the persecution, downfall, and the burning at the stake of the Knights Templar, who were arrested on Friday the 13th in 1307 under the French King Philip Le Bel, who crushed the order because... He was indebted to them. The scripted series is currently in development over at the History Channel. I like the idea of doing the uh, 
nice Templar. Yeah. And it's nice that we could have actually had that technology to do that as a television show. Haven't seen the Vikings, but I hear I good either. things. Hear really good things about that show. And my guess is this is going to have that very similar flavor. Yeah. And plus no. Jeremy Renner. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. And Universal has optioned the time-traveling adventure comic book miniseries Chrononauts from Mark Miller, who's behind Kick-Ass, and artist Sean Gordon Murphy. Uh, Chris Morgan, who did Wanted and Fast and Furious 6, is already locked in to produce, while Miller and Murphy will executive produce. The story centers on two scientific genius buddies who are on a time-traveling adventure. Things go wrong, and it's all televised. The first issue, published by Image Comics, is already garnering positive buzz and positive reviews. So, You know, I'm surprised with my obsession with time travel stories. I still haven't read that. I, I'm aware of Chrononauts, and I just never got a chance to go pick it up and, and peruse through it. But uh, It looks yeah. fun, and it's yeah. Mark Miller, so he's yeah. always full of dark joy. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That sounds like a, like a fun, fun show. And this one, Variety reports that producer Ryan Hepp, this next sentence confuses me, because he's behind the upcoming Short Circuit reboot and T.J. Hooker. What? That's apparently happening. A T.J. Hooker reboot. Yeah. Sure. I guess so. Bill Reed, that was the name of the uh, Oxygen to Podcast. Oh, oh, That's where you journeyed to. to Bill Reed. Sorry. Bill Reed. (laughs) Yeah. So that was a, that was an original character. That wasn't a riff on somebody or something. No, that's Bill Reed, the oxygen deprived okay. astronaut. I good think enough. I've got I think I've got dibs on him. All right, good <laughs> enough. pretty sure. I did have a Twitter uh, Twitter follower saying that it uh, he did sound a little strong, Baddian, which is not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> Bill Reed, Bill Reed does kind of have strong bad thing going on a little bit. Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> It's also a little bit of sling blade in Burn there. Burn the 19th. That's exactly what it really was. That's, that's what I was going for. There's more of a strong bad sling, sling blade. blade. Strong, strong blade. Strong blade, sling blade. Sling blade. Sling blade. <laughs> I'm Bill Reed. I, I was on the ship. And oh, what happened was it didn't give me enough oxygen for a while. But I'll tell you this about Bill Reed. Bill Reed <laughs> finally did it. He finally... <laughs> Finally got those big boy pants that he wanted. <laughs> Bill Reed's an astronaut. Second, a man first. Man first. Bill Reed, man, astronaut. Slash between the two. First, man, then astronaut. And a lover of soup three. <laughs> a lover of what? Soup. Soup. Number three, a lover of soup. Oh, sure, I like soup. <laughs> I don't know if that'd be number three, man, astronaut, love soup. That's pretty high up there for Bill Reed. Reed loves a lot of things. Soup is one of them, but not totally. Oh, boy. Oh. Sometimes my oxygen-depraved brain hurts. I can feel the pain right in my head, but I can't get to it. That's why there's nicks on my head from where I scratched at my brain. I'm Bill Reed. (laughs) I'll see you next week. We need a Bible for this show so you can keep track of this shit. I have no shit. fucking idea. I have no... I have so many fucking shit that just gets lost. Oh, so many one-offs. I really enjoyed Bill Reed. I like him, so I want to keep bringing him back. Yeah. Keep him alive. Keep it, yeah. yeah, I want... Bill Reed, oxygen-deprived astronaut, is going to live for a while. I mean, we got... We got... Uh, 
Here we Robot go. in jail. They're counting. They're still around. <laughs> Tiffany Lemon Squares died way before her time. She'll come back someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. Who we got? Nicoderm stops smoke ski. Nicoderm stops smoke ski. Oh. Badge attack. Badge attack. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeff is badge attack. Yeah. <laughs> your badge attack protagonist. Yeah, that's right. Badge attack. Badge attack's antagonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. The, the, this is a lot. Uh, Rasta banana. Rasta banana. The dwarf that eats and shits. Dwarf that <laughs> eats and poops. Oh. Mr. Uh, Mr. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mr. Game of Thrones is a new one. And then there's the uh, whatever the was there a name for the uh, the British comedian? Oh give, give yeah, me, gotta give I him gotta that. Give me that one. <laughs> you go. Give me that one. I can't get these. We gotta get these listed. <laughs> and then there's angry guy that yells into your ignorant fuck. What was that character? Well, there's <laughs> that's Paul. There's that's there's Paul. a project for one of the stops. The, the shock monkeys go through and list up all the the Paul characters from <laughs> from all the back episodes <laughs> and, and email it to us. Space Raymond, Space save us, oh, save us from ourselves. Cosmic Raymond. I was watching those uh, Fantastic Four DVDs, and every time it starts off with that song. On a routine trip to outer space, they were hit with cosmic rays. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, of course they were. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out there. I don't believe anything to happen. This, this just dawned on me. I was watch, I was at Mine. work one day, and they don't had- I mean uh, for it to cause any problems. <laughs> I, I, problems. And you can argue it's not a problem. They one of you stretchy, one of you strong, <laughs> one of you is invisible, one of yeah. you catches fire. Right, we didn't ask for this. Uh, nobody asks for anything in life, okay? <laughs> cosmic <laughs> Ray only wants peace. You get to be cosmic, we get to be bump I'm Cosmic Raymond. They had one of these promos, uh, they had on the TV on some sports channel. And they had a promo for like some upcoming celebrity golf tournament, and Ray Romano's up there in his golf garb. But here's the kicker: as they panned up, and like they, they he did his shot, and they panned up, then they faded to to the actual title card for the promo, and it had a star speckled background on it with the titling <laughs> over the front. <laughs> Kill! I died laughing. In the it became Cosmic Ray. It instantly became Cosmic Raymond. <laughs> run to the back. They were like, "What are you laughing about?" And I'm like, "You won't get it. You just won't get it." Because it, it was it was this stupid. It was like a, it was like a, the landscape of the desert, like Arizona or something. But it had the speckled star sky behind it, and the title card is like something celebrity pro am tournament featuring <laughs> Cosmic Raymond. That's and, that's what and, popped into my. Uh, and Columbastro. Columbastro, of course. Oh. Of course, Columbastro. <laughs> you on Earth at the time. Were you in space? <laughs> That's how he solves all of his mysteries. It's a, it's, it's a quip show. <laughs> yeah, we've suddenly turned this into a clip show. This is fucked up. It's fucked up. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has signed on to star and produce a new live-action Fraggle Rock film. Oh, the uh, the the old Jewish critics, old Jewish, old Jewish producers, producers, yeah. yeah. And it's been a while. You yeah. probably weren't here, Darren. Oh, 
Yes. Okay. Now, no, 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 you're talking. About. I thought. I thought. I, I missed you. We're still doing your character. No, I thought, I'm, I thought there was some connection between Joseph Gordon-Levitt and old Jewish producer. Uh, I'm sure there is. Was that you and Kirsten that did actually that did one a, initially? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Actually, did a Sid and Marty Croft thing not that long? Oh yeah, ago. the Sid and Marty Croft are basically the old Jewish producers. What was the one? Except that, they're even more decrepit. <laughs> what was the, the one that you and Luddite used to do back and forth? Uh, oh Jesus, that's gonna drive me crazy. I don't know. Let's it was like it along the line of the producers, but oh, it was okay. a lot more. Are you thinking about that live-action Fraggle Rock film resurrecting a project that has spent almost a decade floating around in development hell in different forms? The movie is now being backed by the Henson Company, New Regency, and Lisa Henson. Fraggle Rock was a kiddie puppet show which ran from 83 to 87 and inspired some fiercely loyal fans. As Variety notes, the show focused on cave-dwelling Muppets called Fraggles who went on adventures and had to deal with industrious doozers and furry giants called Gorgs. No date has been announced as of yet. And the last of the lily creatures. Yes. Fraggle Rock's not easy to revisit. No, it's not. It's not good. I, I remember liking it as a kid, but... Not even, I was mm. too old, and I did not like... I never really liked Fraggle Rock. I thought Red could fucking eat a dick. I was like, fuck you. Oh, oh I Red can, to, let me tell you. Well, I bet. I, I was like, am I supposed to enjoy this character or empathize with her at all? She's just a troublemaking asshole. Fuck Very off. So. And fuck eating the hard you. work of the doozers. Right. I love... I did love Wembley. Wembley's cute. I, I love Wembley. But See, the I rest can, of them, like, fuck off. Not nearly annoying as Caillou. I can go back and watch the Muppet <laughs> Show episodes. And yeah, that's just good stuff. Laugh that hysterically, but yeah, but that was made for adults. Yeah, I just kid I friendly, but made for adults. Yeah, I I can't. Yeah, I can't do the Fraggle Rock. It's, I will say the positive thing about me. mentioning this story is that the Fraggle Rock theme song has now pushed out. Have you forgotten Ben Watton in my head? So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you stuck in long. country song mode for <laughs> I, a while there? Have you forgotten Ben Watton? <laughs> They're terrible. They're awful. Yeah, they're the worst. So this is like, and, 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 and the answer is, no, they went and killed him. Yeah, but they're goddamn all this before he killed him. They're goddamn sure. earworms. Sure. Yeah, they are. Well, they're all the but same Fraggle song. Rock, Fraggle Rock is a bigger earworm. Dan so cares away. <laughs> Worries for another day. I'm Uncle Traveling Matt. Ah, uh, yes. Today, I came upon the green door. <laughs> Never been to this place before. <laughs> I walked inside. Wow. There were humans fucking each other. It was something else. Large humans. Large humans. <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to join in. And I Jer- said, no thanks, I'll just observe. And curiously, Jerry Ryan. She was there too. <laughs> she was there. Allegedly. <laughs> If you're a fan of Game of Thrones and the novels... Well, who isn't a fan no. of Game of Thrones? <laughs> I think at this point, everyone's a fan of Game of Thrones. And if you're not a fan of Game of Thrones, who the fuck are you watching? There's only two shows on television. Game of Thrones and Caillou. That's it. <laughs> now I want to see a matchup of those I two. star in both. Game of Caillou. Game of Caillou. <laughs> if you play the game of Caillou, you win or you die. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a fan of both the show and the novels, I then, am. I like them both. Then you know that my sister the, wants me dead. The HBO series does at times deviate from the Song of Ice and Fire books. Slightly, yes. There are changes. Recently, Martin, who is also an executive producer and writer of the television series, revealed that characters will die in season five who are still alive in his books 
Book six, The Winds of Winter, which was originally due out this year, but now the release date is up in the air. And with the TV show beginning its fifth season next month, it's been obvious for a while now that it would eventually surpass the books. And now we have official confirmation. Showrunners David Benoff and D.B. Weiss confirmed at a recent panel discussion at the Oxford Union that the television series will conclude before Martin's final books are published. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, Benioff, well, but they're going to make movies, right? Uh, that's the rumor. I don't know. Benioff and Weiss state, luckily we've been talking about this with George for a long time, ever since we saw this could happen, and we knew where things are heading. So we'll eventually basically meet up at pretty much the same place where George is going. There might be a few deviations along the route, but we're heading toward the same destination. I kind of wish that there were some things we didn't have to spoil, but we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. The show must go on, and... That's what we're going to do. So they're going to. How many seasons are they going for? Seven. seven. They're ending it at seven. That's the full point. Well, I mean, that's what you do. You do seven. Mm-hmm. The duo have said in the past that they know the direction Martin is taking the books, which are scheduled to conclude with a seventh installment, A Dream of Spring. So this is a new thing. It's a very new thing. Yeah. Yeah. A show that's going to beat the books out. Yeah. And spoil the ending. <laughs> it's kind of wild. Well, usually it with, takes so long with, for something to get made. With the writer's blessing, no less. With the yeah, with the the, the traditional author's blessing. Wow. In fact, I know Martin's canceled all these con appearances so he can just work on the books to try to catch up. But wow, he's got so much ahead of him. Well, you know, uh, I, I can't see why he wouldn't because I'm sure he's uh, much better off financially now than he was. Uh. This is true. This is this is very true. But. It could be a thing going forward. This this is new territory. Well, yeah, especially when you've got... A, Exciting a, and strange. You know, a TV series and or movie series running in tandem with a book that a book series that's still in production. That's still that's, pretty rare, though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, very it's rare. rare, but it's not unprecedented. Did Harry Potter begin before Harry Potter ended? Yes. Yeah, the first movie came out before. Okay, but sure this, did. The book series did end before the final film, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But but yeah, that was it was started in media race. Sony introduced View. That's V U E. That's its TV streaming service. Great. More garbage shit to throw away. <laughs> Dummies, stop it. Stop no. splintering everything into everything. I don't think you know just, what this is. Yeah. Go ahead. Just, just listen to this. This is actually a, a cool sound. It's a mm. subscription-based service. Like a Netflix. Kind of. But more like subscribing to cable as such. It's a cable replacement. It's launched, it launched in New York, like Chicago, and Fidel- Philadelphia. No, not, not like HBO. We're is talking internet all service of as well? It's not an internet service. Uh, View offers a mixture of live and on-demand content from cable networks like Discovery Communications, so like TLC, OWN, Animal Planet, and such, NBC Universal, Bravo, CNBC, E!, but also broadcast TV from NBC, CBS, and Fox. View also features what Sony calls virtually unlimited DVR. Uh, Eric Lempel, who heads up Sony's network entertainment division, says the idea behind View was to, quote, take the burden out of watching television, whatever that means, by streaming the interactive <laughs> element consumers... You know, you know how hard it is to watch television? <laughs> the interactive elements consumers find so frustrating. Things like DVR management and channel guides have been reconsidered for View. Say, for example, uh, you favorite a show by adding it to my shows. View will then store a backlog of every episode currently airing available via catch-up or on-demand in one fluid stream. 
and that's across all participating networks. So if you enjoy watching The Simpsons, you'll have access to episodes arranged in sequential order according to their network availability. The programming guide has also been tweaked. Uh, though it l might look like a familiar grid you're used to, views implementation ranges things a little differently. Networks are displayed across the top of the grid, while times are displayed along the left side. <laughs> Lampel says this is because view will display the network you're currently watching first, followed by your favorites, then all channels. Further, you'll have the ability to search back in time to watch previously aired episodes that are either stored on demand or via catch-up. Uh, cable operators like Comcast are notorious for creating roadblocks to streaming content like HBO Go on PlayStation 4. That's still not available. But that's a matter of authentication and a problem View doesn't have to worry about. Though PlayStation Plus is... Though PlayStation Plus, that's Sony's subscription-based service for gaming, doesn't have anything to do with View at launch, Lempel says that it could change in the future. Presumably, that means Sony would tie the two services together, create a streamlined billing process, or even offer incentives to tiered programming packages, Lempel wouldn't say. What is known, though, is that PS Plus show Powers, a PlayStation original, will live on View. And Lempel says that once Sony's original programming initiative ramps up, View will contain a channel dedicated to PlayStation Originals. Sony's offer, uh, offering users a seven-day trial period, after which they'll have to commit to one of three monthly pricing tiers, 50 for Access, 60 for Core, and 70 for Elite. The tiers are based on access to additional channel lineups, not, uh, not increased DVR storage, with Core adding a sports package and Elite bolstering that with lifestyle music and family programming package. So it's... It's actually pretty cool. I've I've seen some little video clips of it. Um, I've seen um, uh, interactive uh, demos of the uh, the guide and so forth. Um, it really it if you're at all familiar with how a lot of the modern DVRs work, it's going to look very familiar. And if you're a PlayStation user and you've used any of their video apps, you'll pick it up really quickly. But uh, so it's an option does, for cable replacement. Yeah, what the, the that keeps biggest, your broadcast channel. The biggest difference is it it gathers all those things that you would get like through different services like Hulu and you know and Netflix and so forth. It's actually I sh I take that back. I shouldn't say Netflix because it's not a direct Netflix competitor. No, but it does compete with uh, like Hulu and a lot of the the standalone um, catch up apps what's nice is that you don't have to worry about local storage for like dvr um it doesn't is that all cloud-based it's or? all cloud-based it starts streaming once you initiate the stream that way you don't have to that's why it was saying you don't have to worry about dvr management and going oh okay i've got x number of episodes of this building up so i've got to get this watched and you know nixed out so i have space to record future programming hmm. What gives this the edge over some of the other ones um, is that it does, or it, I should say it will, depending on which cities it launches in in the near future, it gets you the local versions of the network um, to get your local broadcast. News. So you'll get you'll get your local network programming. I think with the the, the sole exception right now is ABC, um, but they are courting ABC. Um, Disney has been a little reluctant yet, but uh, if if it turns out to be a popular enough service, um, of course Disney will get on board. Sure. So. But yeah, it actually looks really good. 
I'm just going to keep buying physical media. Thank you. <laughs> Don't you subscribe to Hulu, Paul? I subscribe to Hulu and Netflix, but I buy physical media, especially the shows that I like on there. I buy them because then they go away. Mm, that's true. They've been well, taking is- away the shows that I love to watch. I just found a very reasonably priced uh, The IT Crowd. Oh, finally has come out uh, each season. Ten bucks. Simple one disc sets or two disc sets, I guess. Okay. But very, very affordable. And yeah. So. All right. Well, this isn't a competition with physical media. This is this is everything a competi- is a competition <laughs> with physical media. This is a don't com- let them win. This is don't a let the cloud win for network and cable. But doesn't ultimately this require still a... It requires an internet, internet connection, connection, right. Yes. So those are the still the kings. Those are still the people who hold all the cards. It's not It's not solving the problem. It's just adding sure, to the Sure, but there's some stuff you opinion. don't want on physical media. I enjoy The Daily Show, but I don't want to own that. Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't watch it anymore because I haven't had cable in so long. Uh, I guess I could watch it on Hulu occasionally, but it just makes me angry, that show. Well, it's <laughs> it's another step for cord cutters, too, because yeah. they can get all of the programming they want, you know. Some people like to be able to watch, you know, the current episodes of South Park and not have to wait for them to be on demand. Some people are into sports. They want to watch ESPN. That's the big thing, um, still sports. But yeah. you don't have to. That's what I, they were saying. You don't have to subscribe to those packages. There's like a three-tier. Well, everything's I like moving more and more to a la carte. I like anything that makes cable sweat. Cable sweating, dude. Believe me. And, and <laughs> the pricing is way more than competitive. I mean, the max tier was $70 a month. Yep. That's that's far less than what I've seen a lot of people pay oh, per yeah. month for cable for all I'm of the paying, things. I'm paying I'm paying almost that right now just for internet service from fucking cable company. Yeah, hey, sixty six bucks a month. But you want to buy some cable sweat? Huh? Come on. No, I want internet service, I, I got, I got cheap good, and good. I got files of cable sweat right here. <laughs> Our internet internet in this country is a joke. They got to fix. It that really shit. is. They got to yes, fix they, that yes, garbage. Is. That's that's the candidate that gets my vote. Which there's none of them talking that mess. They don't. None of them understand it. Well, not like, all they understand it. To fix it would be to cut profits. Ass. And that's just it. And most of them are publicly traded companies, right? So, so that's it. But see, we're, that's the we're thing. in a plutocracy. So fuck you. Other countries have proven <laughs> that you don't have to cut into profits. To Other countries it. aren't run completely on money, <laughs> but in corporations that are people, well, we are. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue with that. And most other countries are too. What the fuck. We've talked about the Mars One project. That's that plan yeah. to send people one way ticket to Mars one and make way a way ticket to Mars and make a reality show out of it. One way ticket yes, to Mars. Have. In fact, that's where uh, that's where Bill Reed came out of, didn't he? It might have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, people at Mars One they're <laughs> devoted to using existing technology to take a team of humans to Mars, where they will live permanently. It's an ambitious project, and as of 2013, they're already as far along as the astronaut selection stage. A former former NASA researcher named uh, Joseph Roach filled out an application to be one of those astronauts. Uh, Roach found a web of bad management, oddball financial commitments, and he finally surmised a giant scam behind the Mars One project. In a recent report to IFL Science, Roach described a suspicious audition process. There was a medical examination, an online quiz, and a few forms to fill out. There was no in-person interview. What? Roach found himself in a group in the final 100, 
of 200,000 applicants, according to Mars One, although uh. Roach found the number may be closer to 2,000, but had yet to meet anyone from Mars One. He did learn, however, that one could accrue more points and work their way up the list by making donations and buying merchandise. Oh. Buying merchandise. And then we get you up the selection ladder. Yeah. Because if you're stuck on a ship to Mars, you want to be the guy with the ship to Mars t-shirt. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Do you want to, you want to be that fucking guy? I, I took a one-way trip to Mars and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. The goal was to have a ship to Mars in the air in about 10 years. Did and you get a key chain? <laughs> no. Oh, what a loser. I got the hat. Oh, fuck your hat. <laughs> and raise about $6 billion <laughs> through a fundraising reality TV show. Uh, Bass Lansdorp. <laughs> Shut up. He's not lying. That's the guy's name. <laughs> the CEO of Mars One. Bass Lansdorp. <laughs> What? Bass Lasdorp? Bass Lasdorp. B A S L A N S D O R P. That's not a real it. name. That just came in his alphabet. <laughs> came up in his alphabet soup. He's like some fish mutant. <laughs> a handful of a handful of random piles. I think it's actually Boz. Boz. There's only Probably. one. S. No, I'm Bass Lasdorp. <laughs> I'm pot fish, pot man. Does Boz make it any better? No, Not Bass. Really. Bass makes it better. Bass Lasdorp. Super. It's, 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 it's Boz 76. like Boz Lerman. <laughs> Boz Lerman. <laughs> He feels that uh, Basil Storm, the CEO of Mars One, feels that pushing the project back as much as eight years is still a good goal, but it's looking more and more that money is not working and current money isn't being earned and isn't showing anything for it. He outright denies a lot of the negative allegations, of course. Oh, uh, well, of course, Baz Lasdorp <laughs> has nothing but positive things to say. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was just reading a, a separate article today on the exact same thing. Uh, like just some of the the questions being popped up, like uh, uh, 2014 research paper from MIT concludes that the program is not realistic. Um, just, I mean, all these little things are calling into question uh, feasibility He's of using. He's a big phony. Current, current <laughs> technology. Last Dorp is a big phony. Hey everybody, look at the phony. <laughs> Who else are you gonna trust? You're a big phony. <laughs> No one would know better than Cosmic Raymond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another series of articles calls into question feasibility of Mars One financially, scientifically, and ethically. No, it's and just not a good idea. Still promises. <laughs> Don't do it. He'll send humans I'm to Mars. I'm out there. But Cosmic Rays But he out can't there. yet say how. You're going to all send be fucked up by the time you get to Mars. You won't even be people. You'll be some kind of. Fucking, you'll be part of the walls of the ship. Intelligent jelly. Maybe. Ingelitant. Ingelitant? Yes, ingelitant. <laughs> I love it. It's like he says he completely places his faith in the companies that will build the necessary systems. Mars One won't actually manufacture any hardware itself. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just it's based on existing technology. Not, they're not doing new technology, existing technology. Well, and that's the thing is like, it's, you know, they're already speculating in like some of these papers that the technology they, they would need to do certain specific life sustaining elements on Mars Does not exist? doesn't exist yeah. yet. I don't want to so, fly to Mars uh, on a toaster oven. This yeah. is basically a boxcar race into a volcano. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is fucking stupid. 
<laughs> what madman laid tracks up the volcano? And <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting idea, and it would be nice for it to happen, but it just seems like the actual elements required to make it happen aren't really being pushed. Yeah, I mean, you. I know some people liken it to you know when Kennedy says you know we're going to go to to the moon based on technology that hasn't been you, invented sir, yet. No, Kennedy. But no, you're a boss. NASA was already <laughs> doing a lot of that research prior to that announcement, and that just pushed them to push the envelope even further, and you know, develop more technology. It, it just it's I don't know. This just doesn't feel like that. Sure, it's, it's, it smells like a scam. It, it really does. So that's the news. Okay. So which means we have time left over, which means one thing. Oh, no. We've been amassing questions. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, we, we've no, been no. amassing questions for the dark one. We have. Uh, and so it's time to give the people what they need, what they want, what they wait, desire. I don't know if they need it so much as they want it. They have and questions. I, and I question whether they answers. really want it or not. Wait, wait. Let me get the mask on first. Okay, that's right. All right. <laughs> All right, True. bring him in. I True, can't smell true. a damn thing. All right, that Jeff, I know. go downstairs and bring up the ever-living. All right. Oh, God. Oh, boy, it's always a... You never know. You never know what you're going to get with this guy. Yeah, well... Oh, oh here he comes. Right, here here, here go. he goes. All right. Mamra, welcome hello, back. Hello. It has been... A week. <laughs> it feels like so or much two, shorter. I suppose technically it has been two weeks. Is your diet nothing but undead curry? <laughs> I require no sustenance. For I am Mumra, the ever-living. There, there is. When you're the ever-living, does like... A week go by in like the blink of an eye, or you know, is it just? I just forget to shower. Oh, time Wait. just rolls away. Yes, I have calendars from 1972 <laughs> still on the wall, and I can't believe how far away that is. If you don't eat, why do you have a bathroom? I still go to the bathroom. I process energy. From the dark spirits. So you're peeing electric soup. Electric, no. Spirit. <laughs> Ghosts pee. Ghost waste. Ghost right. waste. The evil spirit flows through Mumra. It would be pretty evil. And into the toilet. All right. Those of you that have sent questions, I've selected some. We've got more than this. So if you don't hear it today, you will hear it soon later. And keep the questions coming, because you you ask, he will answer. Soon it will be all Mumra all the I time. I yearn <laughs> to give you my advice and teach you how to be better. Uh, you know, this one's first one's very practical. All right. Let me hear it. Now, this is from Mr. Creamer. Uh, which car would you recommend for good gas mileage and responsiveness? The Chevy Volt. Ah, that gas mileage, you can't beat that because there's no gas? I don't think so. No, there's gas in the Volt. Is there oh, gas yeah. in the Volt? Yes. Okay. There you are. Chevy Sim- Volt. Simple, simple and direct. Done. Next. <laughs> uh, 
also he has a follow-up question, which is completely different. How would one take on a mummy like yourself? I am not going to tell you <laughs> secrets on how to defeat Mumra. Smart. I will say this. There have been times when other mummies have come to try and take my throne. Ah. You find the loose piece of cloth and you pull and you spin them real fast like a top. Ah, That's the, how you beat a mummy, dummy. The Weezer offense. I was going to say yes. the Scooby-Doo uh, If you solution. want to destroy this mummy, oh, oh, oh. pull the cloth, spin him fast like a top. Fast like a top. Watch him unravel. He'll soon be naked. Oh, a pile of old no. bones and wrinkly old skin with organs removed. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mr. Creamer, for sending those in. Thank you. Uh, actually, the next one's kind of a joint question because they both kind of asked the same thing. So both Mr. Creamer and Gabriel asked this question. Very good. How do you? F- it's a two-parter. How do you feel about DuckTales being continued on Disney XD? And how do you feel about the channel as a whole? I get all the channels on the pit of ultimate evil. Ah, that would be useful. It is a full package subscription. Marmot likes Animal Planet. We watch a lot of Animal Planet. Animal Babies is his favorite. That's sweet. He likes that. We sleep to that. Disney XD is pretty good. Though I would have issue with them. How so? False advertising. Oh. I was led to believe that the D stands for dick. (laughs) Extra dick on Disney XD. XD, more dick. The X stands for extra. The D means dick. Give me more dick on Disney XD. Have you had your fill of dick? Get more with Disney XD. X and D. X and Dick. Dick all day. Dick all night. Disney XD doing it right. Watch out. Here comes an extra packed block of Dick from Disney XD. It's you're in the middle of a Dick block. Dick block. Extra Dick from Disney XD. Get your fill of Dick on Disney XD. More Dick. I'm sure this, Mr. Creamer and Gabriel, thank you for that one. There was not enough dick. <laughs> this is clearly the str- no. This is I have the- never seen a single dick on that channel. <laughs> this is clearly the bail. Except day. for the occasional repeat of Mary Poppins featuring Mr. Van Dyke. <laughs> I gets us sued. I, I think you've listened a little too much to the famous Paul's description of that channel. What are you telling me? He lies. <laughs> All I'm not going to go so time. far as to say lie, oh, but... I have been misled, that is, for certain. Now, on to your second question. I find that life is like a hurricane. <laughs> so I am all for more ducktails. Bring it back. But would it kill them? To add some dick. 
few of those ducks wear pants, there is ample opportunity to put dicks on them. Although, I will say this. Have you ever seen a duck dick? It's really twisty and corkscrewy, it's right? It's very frightening. <laughs> and aren't they very you rapey? You could make a weapon out of them. Are they rapey? Yeah, d- ducks are very rapey Is creatures. Is the sun hot? <laughs> Do I live on third earth? Yes, ducks are rapey. Do you not watch Animal Planet? <laughs> not as much as you and Marmot, apparently. After we watch Animal Babies, we watch Duck Rapes. <laughs> Caught on film. Is that like cops? It is like cops, except with ducks raping things. And no authorities are anywhere present. None of these ducks are stopped. They continue until completion of the act. It is very rare that a raping duck is interrupted. So it's like a fraternity. It's terrible. Like a fraternity. Shame on you. In fact, it's it's my understanding that that duck vaginas have like multiple mazes in there to make it harder for the penis to... That's the design of my pyramid. (laughs) I based my tomb. On the design of a duck's vagina. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying Anaplanet is more XD than Disney XD. It's more XD in so much as it has duck dicks. <laughs> so you get double D. I can't wait for Mumra's fun puzzle pages with the duck vagina maze. <laughs> I'll give you a piece of advice. Use a pencil. <laughs> You're going to make mistakes. You're going to find dead ends. Oh, oh I, I find a duck vagina is always a mistake. <laughs> well, okay, this is a, kind of an odd question. Um, a while ago, Dick Cheney used our bathroom, and he's been missing ever since. Have you, have you seen him? He's still in there. Is he? Okay. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't see him. I've never seen him all this time, but... He hides. As, do you know any way of maybe getting, getting him out? I can ask him. Dick Cheney! You want to come out of the shitter? Is this a good idea? <laughs> oh, what the hell's going on over here? <laughs> I was in the middle of a real big crap. I was in the middle of a real big crap. Oh, boy. What's That's going on? Uh, Mr. Cheney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I do have... Yeah, what do you, what do you want? Fuck We've you. even sent Fuck a question you. for you. Fuck yeah, you. I had How about a that? that? Fuck you. you know, it's very funny that you say that because that kind of is what this question's about. Sure, I'm sure it is. Uh, is Dear Dick... Give it to me. I'm the XD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck, Mary kill. All right. Wonder Woman. I invented that game for real. <laughs> I invented that game for real. I don't play that game. I do that game. You understand? Dick Cheney looks at three ladies, decides right right there. Fuck, Mary kill. Well, and that's how I do it. Well, here's your three ladies. Oh. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Hillary Clinton. Mm. And Eliza Dushku. Mm. Thank you for your infinite wisdom. I'd fuck Eliza Dushku. All right. I'd marry Hillary Clinton, and I'd kill Wonder Woman. No woman will be more powerful than Dick Cheney. 
By marrying Hillary, I will have her in my pocket. There you go. There's there there's your answer. And I'll keep that douche coup on the side. Yeah. <laughs> now that's my, that's my side trim. Douche coup is my side trim. Side trim douche coup. <laughs> side trim douche coup for Cheney. That's how Cheney rolls. It's like little sidecars they clip on to drinks. <laughs> side trim. Side trim clip on douche coup. <laughs> and Matthew finally has a question for you both. Which of you guys is more evil? Me. Dick Cheney. He's right. I cannot hold a candle. I mean, like, I I slap around Vulture Man and Monkeyan. But I don't think I've ever even killed anybody. I mean, have I? Have you ever seen me kill anyone? I've never seen it on film, no. No! Well, now, granted, Dick's pretty good about keeping his deaths off camera as well. <laughs> However, he shot a guy in the fucking face. <laughs> I didn't do anything like that. I just run a pyramid shaped like a duck's vagina. <laughs> I'm not. Cut me some slack. And somehow got that guy to apologize for being shot in the face. That was yes, weird. I, he's, he's evil. So he's the most There evil. is no competition. I bow before his tyranny. If you gaze into the pit of ultimate evil, you know... Like I said, it's like my TV. Yeah. If you turn it on the snow channel, it's just Cheney's face. <laughs> well, Mr. Cheney. Cheney is evil snow. Mr. Cheney, thank you for joining us. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, get, your, I, get your XD somewhere else. I gotta go hit my side douche trim. All right, Clip so. Clip on side douche oh, trim. Oh, he's not going out the front door. He's going side trim douche yeah. He's heading back to the bathroom. Go, I got a, I got a real wicked turd coming on. Maybe there's like a secret bathroom inside the bathroom. Nope, there's or just something. a poop. There's a poop here. <laughs> All right. Oof. Well, that is Paul's office. You're about to discover the secret of what goes on inside my lower GI. <laughs> no secret anymore. All right. Ugh. Ugh. The finest in Kuwaiti steaks. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, that's. Ugh. I, I can't say that I miss him. Not really. And Mumra, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I don't miss him either. He sounds way too much like me. <laughs> Almost indiscernible on our voices. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> He's a real bastard. He kind of is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mumra's the ever-living. He's the ever-evil. <laughs> You got a fucking baboon heart or some shit? He's a monster. Well, we've, we've, we've taken up enough of your time. He's the you sure have. Um, I got some XD to get back to. <laughs> the X stands for extra, and the D means dick. Extra dick. Disney XD. All the dick, all the day. Dick dong day on Disney XD. Tune in for dick. Stay for the extra dick. Get more dick in your day with Disney XD. The more you dick, the less you do. Dick on XD. XD. All day, all dick. Dickerific. Dickensian. XD. We're like the fucking Christmas Carol. We got extra dickens. Extra dickens. 
Say, sir, what day is it? Why, it's dick day, sir. XD. Christmas dick. Get your dick. Jeff, Jeff, too much. Dick, your dick, 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 dick. Okay. <laughs> Marmot. Put on animal babies. <laughs> Let's watch zoo babies as we go to sleep. No. Nope. Oh, change the channel. Duck rapes is on. <laughs> I don't want you watching that, Marmot. That is beyond your years. <laughs> no, don't worry. No, no ducks are coming here. I'll, I'll take care of them. They, they never find us, Marmot. We're in a vagina maze. They can't negotiate it. That's why I built this place as I did. To keep from being raped by ducks in my slumber. There is nothing worse than waking up to being raped by a duck. If you're lucky enough to wake up. He's moving too slow. I can't get this door oh, closed. Oh, you wake Oof! Oh! Oh! <laughs> wow. That... Well, thank you, those that wrote questions. And, of course, if you have more, it... send them our way. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Disturbing. <laughs> of course, you can hit... Slightly disturbing, you think? <laughs> the Ugly Couch Show on Twitter or Master Torgo on Twitter, and, and they'll, they'll get to the proper place. Whew. That was, that was exciting. Uh-huh. Take a still in the bathroom. I'm afraid to go in there now. I, Where does he go? I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's, he says he's... I saw him go in there. He's not in there. The door's open. Dick Cheney has seen my junk. <laughs> What do you got? Comments, write it to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Ladies, Jeff. Back check Dandy. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. Ooh. We have to keep bringing him back. I mean, wow. Well, we weren't going to. So they, they, they had questions. They demanded people, it. They people, demanded it. The people demanded it. Shock wow. monkeys wanted his opinion. Shock the shock monkeys. Tonight. Yeah. Shock the Casbah. Thank you.